0: Welcome to another episode of Forgotten Out the Podcast with your host, Joseph. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining. And thank you for sharing this, because I know you will share it right, to somebody, at least your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, uh, your, uh, your significant other, your your, your, your brother, from another mother, whatever the case may be. But we're here, Forgotten Out the Podcast, as promised, after game one, we've done my analysis and... I still think the Warriors are going to win the series, but let me just start off by saying this. I'm at Starbucks this morning. Uh went to Starbucks just, just about 30 minutes ago. Uh got my ice, uh, what is this, ice latte, uh, ice caramel latte, I had a caramel drizzle in it, uh, I recommend. Uh, no sugar. Uh, just get the, the blood flowing, you know, just get the, the brain pumping, you know, get some ideas in my head. And, uh. I guess California is mandating you wear masks indoors now, <laughs> and nobody's listening to that shit at all. They got a sign on the door, say "Please wear a mask." No one's listening to that shit. Listen, Newsom, Biden, uh, whoever else, CDC, whoever that doctor is, uh, whoever his name is, Fauci. Hey man, we're 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 over it. Okay, we're not gonna listen to you anymore. <laughs> ah, sweet California. First, you guys want me to be that. First, you guys want us to pay seven dollars in, in gas. Now you want us to wear a mask again. No, we're not. We're not doing this anymore. Okay. Stock market's going down. Housing markets crashing. People getting evicted. We're not doing this anymore. All right. Uh, okay. Well, there, there goes my political rant. But what a game last night. You know, game one, NBA finals. You guys know what I'm talking about. I don't have to introduce the topic. All right. Most of you guys are Warrior fans. Some of you guys are Laker fans. Some of you guys are Celtic fans. Some of you guys I've spoken with. You guys don't even care about basketball. You just like hearing me talk. And I appreciate that. All right? I appreciate you the most. Um, And, um, yeah, I'm just watching the game, and I'm just thinking to myself, okay. After the first quarter, my first thought, and and I texted one of my group chats uh, because I'm in many group chats. I texted one of my group chats. I was like, hey. Steph scored 21. You guys are only up by 4 points. You guys on word? No one responded back to me. Everybody said, oh, "We we we got this in the bag. We got this in the bag." Second quarter happens. Celtics battle back. They take the lead at halftime. And it's always it's always and I know it's halftime, but halftime is super important going in because you get you get a cuz cuz that first quarter you're like you're you you're, you're thinking to yourself, "Oh my gosh, as a Celtics player guarding Steph Curry, as a Celtics bench player who 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 gets no minutes, you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, this series is over in four games, over in five games, over in six games." You are not think you're gonna win at that instant because when you, it's like it's like it's like you're going up against Kobe Bryant or or, or Michael Jordan or guys like that, guys who just are dominant from the start and they continue that dominance throughout the game. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, um, after the first quarter, let's just talk about the first quarter, for example, first quarter, Steph has six threes. Uh, I think that the Warriors had one or two turnovers. I think, um, Draymond missed two threes. I know that for a fact, cause I was watching it. He, the, 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 the threes he shots were, 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 bad shots. I don't like the way he shot those threes. Cause he, he never shoots shots like that. So I didn't understand him taking those shots, uh, in those moments, but, um, yeah, I mean the first quarter, Derek, Wright. I think he had maybe six. Six or eight points. Uh, Tatum didn't really start up too well. Horford didn't start up too well, um, and uh, yeah, you just gotta go with the flow though at at that point. Um, and um, um, I just feel as if the the Celtics didn't come up ready. Um, I don't think the Celtics came out, uh, you know, ready to play in that atmosphere. I don't think that's what they. Signed up for, and um, it was shown there that their, their their lack of inexperience was shown there, or sorry, the lack of experience was shown there, and uh, you saw it from the front, from from the tip off, and I think one of the key points that I pointed out uh, when when watching the game uh, in that first quarter was that the Celtics acted as if they won the finals already, and then they were down by ten quickly, you know, uh, and then they battled back. Um, and their defense was, was was super relaxed, it was lazy It wasn't It wasn't like their defense from the get-go And I think, you know, and a lot of people have been saying this But uh, the Celtics weren't really switching They were doing a lot of, like, drop coverages uh, Against Steph Curry, which I don't understand why that was even a game plan uh, But I guess they did it in the regular season um, as well uh, As Emmy Odoku talked about it uh, during the pre- and post-game um, and, um, and And also during the game And, um, he said, you know, after the first quarter was over, they asked him, like, what do you, what, how can you stop Steph Curry? He says, we got to be more physical. We got to, you know, stop, stop, stop dropping so low on the screens. Uh, but, but we're in a good place, right? We're in a good place. And that's just being coached up, being, you know, mentored by the greats in the game, like Popovich, uh, who Adoka was assistant coach for a long time for, and, you know just being cool or the 3 Cs cool calm and collective you know and i love that about emmy adoku and i don't give him a lot of praise mainly because i hate boston fans but he deserves the praise that he you know that he's getting you know he is quickly becoming an elite coach in the nba and he's just now in his first season and it's tough for a guy to you know adjust to what's going on and I I want to ask him, you know, if I ever get a chance to talk to the guy, I want to ask him: Are are you talking to Popovich? You know, throughout these playoffs, throughout these series, like who is your go-to guy? Because I know that he is, you know, and maybe he is. Maybe I'm underestimating his his intelligence or his basketball IQ. Uh, but I, I don't think he's just doing this by himself. I think he has a he has a great you know staff around him. He has Stoudemire, who was coach at Pepperdine for a long time, uh, and then he has other staff members who were also coaches uh, in the past as well. So. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, that first quarter really showed you as a Warrior fan that, oh, this is going to be a long series. You know, if, if you're watching this game as a, as a Warrior fan, you know, the first series, you're excited. Steph got 21 points, but you're only up by four points. Anytime a player scores 20-plus points in a quarter, an uh, individual player scores 20-plus points, plus points in a quarter, and the team's only up by four or six or seven. Anything like that, it's gonna be a long game for that for that team uh, that that just put up twenty one points by that player because the team is playing from behind. Like you have to realize that Steph is not gonna get twenty one every quarter. He's just not. That's not who he is. And no one's gonna get twenty one every quarter. Unless you're Kobe, you know, you can get dropping you know eighty points in the game, you know. But that's just you know got a got a got a shout out to Kobe. This, I mean, I mean, a Kobe. Uh, praise uh this podcast you already know what it is forgotten athlete but you know when you talk about a guy like steph curry um and you talk about a guy and 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 you know and i'll get to this argument later on in the podcast uh because this is going to be a pretty uh lengthy one i can already tell um and um you know second quarter comes in uh back to the game though. second quarter comes in and you know we get a new uh, starting five uh, for the Celtics. They start uh, switching a lot. Helfer comes in. Uh, uh, Derek White uh, comes in. Um, and then also Pritchard. I think Pritchard was in. I oh, know Pritchard was not in. Marcus Smart was in. Um, and then uh, Grant Williams. Sorry, that, that, that's something I couldn't think of. Um, and they, they played. They didn't play superiorly to the Warriors, but they played good enough to keep them in the ball game. And at times when you're playing, you know, as the underdog, quote-unquote, you want to make it so you're in the game at halftime, you know. You don't really care if you're down by, you know, 6 or 4 or 8. Anything below, I would say, 12 points at halftime, you know, going into a game, at you know, on the road. Uh, first game of the series, you're fine, I think, in my books. Now, it, it starts getting bad when you're down by 16, 18, 14. You know, anything above 14 points, it starts getting bad. And, and that's where we were getting at, you know. At the end of the third quarter, it was getting bad. Down by fourteen points, right going in, uh, you know, and then uh, they get a quick two pointer, make cut the lead down to twelve. Cutting the lead down to twelve is so key, and I think I want to explain this to basketball people, people who are watching this or listening to this. When you cut the lead to, from from fourteen to twelve, you cut a five or maybe a six uh, possession uh, game all the way down to a four possession game. You're taking away two possessions, and let me just kind of make it. Frank for you guys when the when the Boston Celtics made that run they hit three threes They cut the lead down to nine points. I'm sorry they they're down to three points 89-92. That's a one possession game Now if they were down by 14 points, right going into that game And it, this may not even happen, but let's say they're down by 14 points Right. They they they, they go on 9 on run. They're still down by five and that's an and 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 I know yo, what you guys are saying. Oh my gosh, there's only two points. Or that's that's super basic. It's two points. It's 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 five points. There's a big difference, you know, as a basketball player, someone who's played basketball, you know, someone who's you know been around the game for a long time. Uh, there's a big difference when you're down by five in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left and your best players on the bench, than being down by three. You feel a lot more confident because you're like, okay, well Tatum's out in the game. Uh, so we don't really, so we're doing good right we're, we're down by 3 we're down by 1 possession and then you tie up the game and then all the momentum just switches to yours the 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 team that was up by 12 at the start of the quarter they're thinking to themselves how the hell did we let them come back and now they're playing and now they now they feel as if they have to go up by 14 again when in reality they don't have to go up by 14 again all they got to do is win the game by 1 point 2 points but it psychologically messes with the opponent's head when you when you take a lead that fast when you when you go when you cut a lead from twelve to th- from twelve to three in three minutes at the start of the fourth quarter, I mean the the team is just shocked because you're not expecting that. The, the Warriors knock them out in the in, in the third quarter, and you're not expecting them to get back up as a as, as as a Warrior player because you've been here before. You know what it is. We're the third quarter kings. We knock these dudes out in the third quarter. They're 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 throwing in the white flag, you know, with six minutes left in the fourth. Didn't happen. MA Doku, shout out to him, Boston coach, told his team, All right, we took the punch. Now let's punch back. And they punched back hard. Won the fourth quarter, forty to sixteen. And um I wanted to point out to something, you know, and I've been saying this for a while now, but excuse me, one second while I drink my coffee. I think that the Celtics... I'm sorry. I think that the Warriors and Curry have to be more aggressive with Curry. Like, his stints at times are poorly ran, are poorly managed, in my opinion. And this has been my sole lack upon Steph Curry becoming Michael Jordan, Steph, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, in that upper echelon, in my opinion, because he doesn't play enough minutes. And that's not any lack on Steph Curry. I think it's lack on the management, the time management. And obviously... He has injuries that they're trying to, you know, save him from. But it's the finals, man. You got to put forty plus minutes up. I looked at Kobe's um, chart, minutes per game chart uh, for the finals. He averaged forty three minutes a game. He only played in one finals game when it was less than forty minutes, and he had five points that game. And it was, I think, he was his uh, second or second or first finals appearance. Um, and I think I remember that again he got fouled out, but. Um, I could be wrong though. I don't know. Um, but um when you look at greats, Michael Jordan, 40 plus minutes a game in the finals. Now Curry played thirty-eight, but the minutes he played, he he played 30 minutes going into that fourth quarter. I I, I double checked. I was like, I was like, let me see how many minutes he played going into the fourth quarter. Cause I, I want to know. And he played 10 minutes a quarter going in. He averaged 10 minutes a quarter, you know, from the first, the second, the third. And I think what Steve Kerr needs to realize is, and and also Steph Curry was in foul trouble. He had three fouls as well going in going into half or going into the third quarter. So I think that's what a, a lot of people didn't realize. And I think what Steph what, what Steve Kerr is going to realize is that he needs to play Steph a lot more at the start of the quarters, opposed to the end of the quarters. Because at the at the at the start of the second quarter, Boston made their run, uh, and that's when Steph was out the game. And Seth's plus minus was minus 11 yesterday, but that was only because of the only because of the fourth quarter when they got outscored by 27. Before that, it was plus, I think, like plus 13, plus 14. Because when Steph was on the court, they could not contain the Warriors. They just couldn't. You know, Steph was allowing opportunities for Klay to get backdoor cuts, for Clay to get open threes, for Jordan Poole to be able to drive it to the basket. Steph was just dominant in the game yesterday, offensively. And defensively, too, he held his own, not going to front. You know, he held his own uh, against Tatum. But what Steve Kerr needs to realize is those 38 minutes he he's playing, he's not managing them the right way. All right? He played 30 minutes going into the fourth, right? That's 10 minutes a quarter. So that's about a six-minute break uh, in between all three quarters, right? Um And obviously, he got more break than that. I'm just, you know, just doing the math averages, guys, law averages, all right? Stay with me He plays that many minutes He's only sitting six minutes But the minutes he's sitting Is the start of the second Right Which Boston made their run Right The start of the I'm sorry the, The end of the third He's sitting Right Which Boston made their run And then the start of the fourth He's sitting Which Boston made their run And you're looking at it And you're like Okay this is not good Steph played all 12 minutes in the first quarter. You win that quarter by four points. But the f- X factor of Steph, he hit six threes, 18 points from the three-point field per se- uh from the field, from the three-point line. Right? When you realize the impact that Steph creates, just from a psychological standpoint, just from a I think a basketball standpoint, you understand that Steph is gonna be able to get his regardless, right? He's unguardable. I said it already. You know, when I made the first mistake saying that he was guardable. Ever since I said he's unguardable, he's been looking like prime Jordan. But Steph and the Warriors were for, were forced to play a lot of iso ball in the fourth quarter. That's why they lost the game. And Steph was, was playing a little bit of iso ball in the first quarter, and Klay was as well. But... Uh, I remember one possession where in the first quarter, Clay was, was it was towards the end of the shot clock, about seven, seven, seven seconds up in the shot clock, I want to say. And Steph is just, uh, I'm sorry, Clay has the ball. He's shimmying, all this stuff. He's trying to get away from Tatum. Gets a nice shot. Creates a nice shot, actually, for himself. I was surprised. Uh, he misses it. Looney gets the rebound. Clay gets the ball on the baseline, shoots it, and hits a bucket. Those opportunities that the Warriors usually get, is the reason why they win games and the reason why they won the Mavericks series, reason why they won the Memphis series, reason why they won uh, the first series against the Nuggets because of the opportunity that they give themselves, so the second-chance points. But Boston's not going to let you do that. Boston's going to be physical with you from the start, physical with you when you're in the paint. Like, I, like everybody was crashing the boards that that game. Jalen Brown was down. Hor- Horford was down there. Derek White was crashing the board. Jalen Brown was uh, – just to Jalen Brown already, but Tatum was crashing the board. And that's what I've been saying all playoffs. If you guys have watched, listened to my podcast, shout out to the listeners. If you have listened to my podcast, the number one thing I've been saying is the rebounding advantage that the Warriors have been getting all playoff long. And what did I say? I said if the Celtics can get can can tie or beat the Warriors in rebounding advantage, the Celtics have a chance to win this series. I also said, hey, Tatum can get 20 plus points. In at least three games, but can he get it in four games? All right. He okay. So 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 he had twenty points. I think he had twenty points yesterday. I want to say uh, in game one. I want to say. Let me just double check myself. But I think he had twenty points in game one. Can he do it four more times? Can Tatum do it? Four, I'm sorry. Can uh, Marcus Smart do it four more times? I don't know if he can. Or three more times. Actually, now I don't know if he can. People. Tatum had. or sorry. Tatum had eighteen points. All right. Let's just call it twenty. All right. So that way I'm right. So. Tatum, or sorry, Smart had 18 points yesterday. Can he do that again? Seven from 11 from the field. I think he had three three pointers, four three pointers, four seven from three. I mean, just looking at the stat lines, Derek White had 21 points. Pritchard had eight points coming off the bench. You know, Grant Williams played 16 minutes, was horrible. <laughs> I think his minutes deterred. Uh, Grant Williams, I'm not a fan of. I don't like his game, uh, but I do respect his game because he was a Tennessee boy. Um, I loved him a lot at Tennessee with, with with him and the point guard lofton. They're a good duo. But yeah, man. Excuse me, guys, sorry. I think that we have an issue. Uh, you know, and the issue is that the Warriors were forced to play ISO ball in the fourth quarter. And that's not their game. They got they got they got sw- they got switched out of their game. They got switched out of what they were used to playing. And I think that starts with Jordan Poole uh, Starting in that fourth quarter And um, I think In my opinion, I think that Jordan Poole uh, Is a defensive liability I've been saying in all playoffs I think Igudala is a liability offensively Draymond is a liability offensively I think that You know, and, and, and I see a lot of people Want to get in in the game Kaminga's not ready for this physical game Like, the Celtics play hard They play physical is gonna get punked like, he's going to get, like, minus eight in the first, like, in, like, two minutes. Like, a two, three-minute stretch. Warrior fans, you guys do not is a great player. He's going to have a great career. I know it already. He's going to be a, 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 a all-star player. I know. It. I don't know about a superstar, but, yeah, he, he's going to be, for sure, an all-star level player. I don't know if he's ready for these Celtics. He's just not—I don't—I I just don't think so. I think Clay, Draymond, Steph, and Iguodala are going to have to play hard minutes. I think Iguodala is going to be important. I think Iguodala I think what the I think what they should do and hear me out. Clay, Iguodala, Draymond, Steph and Looney starting five. That's what I think the Warriors should do. Because you got to fight fire with fire. And I know Iguodala had a bad fourth quarter. I know he had like two turnovers back to back. I know he had the bad the bad shot selections, but Iguodala is a pro. He knows he knows his game. He knows what his, his 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 place is in the lineup, and he understands the moment that they're in right now. So if Kerr is gonna die by playing Iguodala, you got to start him, right? You got to start him. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala, Looney needs to be their starting five. That's what I would do. That's what I would do if I'm the Warriors, and. Iguodala doesn't have to play that many minutes. He can play his 20 minutes that he played last night or 18 minutes, whatever the case may be here, however many minutes he played. But he has to start. If he's going to play, he has to start. He's he, he's he's never been a guy coming off the bench where he's a great player, where he's making impact plays. That's not his game. I know the Warriors want him to be that game, but I refer him to P.J. Tucker. You know, that's where I keep him at. And, and what happened? When the Heat were in the finals last year, you know, that year that they made the finals? Who was coming off the bench? I'm sorry, who was starting? Iguodala was starting, right? Iguodala is a starting player in this league, and Iguodala needs to start. I know Wiggins is playing great right now. I understand that, but you got to live and die by what got you there from the get-go, right? And I think, I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't think this is going to happen, but I would love to see Iguodala, Clay, Steph, Draymond, and Looney um, a lot more uh next game and and for the rest of the series uh i just would i i just want that you know i i think that's going to be good for the chemistry on that court and i know wiggins is not going to be crying about coming off the bench you know or coming coming in the game with 6 minutes left in the first quarter i just know it you know and i think steph i think steve Kerr really has to figure out uh you know what's going what's what's what's, what's going to work um Iguodala, he had bad minutes in the forward but he also had really great minutes uh, early on He had You know He had a great Turnaround jumper um, You know Limited shot clock uh, uh, Possession uh, that, that he hit to, to make the lead Going up to, I think it was Going up to 8 um, dollar did not Lose him the game He had 2 bad turnovers But what lost him the game Was The Celtics Taking over the game Defensively I, I'm tired of people Blaming just one player One player does not Lose you A basketball game just they just don't like, and I'm 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 tired of I'm tired of NBA quote unquote spectator fans thinking that they know the game, you know. And I'm a spectator, I'm a fan as well. But the difference between me is I played at a really high level at you know at least in one year of my basketball career, you know, I played at a high level. To my uh viewpoint, right, we played really great teams uh, that. One year when we were really good Played top teams in the nation of, 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 Of California So I know what a good team What a great team is I know what a great team looks like And when you have A player like Iguodala Who has not played all playoffs And he comes off the bench And he's just knocking down shots That are contested He say hey coach I'm ready to play more minutes He's like I'm ready to play I'm ready to start and that's what Dollar is to this team. He is a starter. They got to play. They got to start him. They made the adjustment early on in the Memphis series where they, where they brought Looney in. You got to make the adjustment. Bring in Iguodala starting five. All right? I'm saying it right now. Steve Kerr, if you listen to me, if you will ever listen to me, Iguodala starting five. I would love to see that. Um, But um, that's about it today, guys. I mean, I, mean, I still think the Warriors are going to win in six i still i still believe that you know when our lose or draw these, these these this game two this game two is going to be i don't think it's going to be as important as people are making it uh just because i think the subjects play poorly at home the subjects haven't really shown that they can defend their home court and uh, i don't think that home court is going to be that big of a deal uh personally uh, i still think the Warriors is winning six um but yeah man i'm out